We've still got the same vision to put the world's first mental health gym on the high street yet. It, it looks like we might be putting the world's first mental health gym online in some way. James, thank you so much for, for joining me on the, the third episode of The New Normal. First question, what was your old normal and what is your new normal? Old normal is in before coronavirus. Yeah. Not, not a sort of past version of myself. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not going to get that deep today. Uh, old normal was um, fairly sort of standard nine to five, I suppose, in office in Shoreditch and the T-building. Yeah, often pretty sort of feeling like I didn't have enough time. Um, me and my sort of girlfriend in particular sort of often lamented how how we, we wish we had more time with one another. So that, that was the old normal of about nearly four weeks ago now. In terms of Sanctus and what you offered and the mission that you're on, what was the old normal for Sanctus and, and now what is the new normal for Sanctus in, in regards to how you've had to adapt to the times? Yeah, the old normal, our mission is to inspire people to work on their mental health like we do our physical health. And um, we've got this big vision to put the world's first mental health gym on the high street. So a very, a very sort of physical um, mission, really, obviously mental health related, but physical in the sense that um, we really want people to kind of come together as humans and connect and share and talk about their mental health. And that was kind of encapsulated by this this vision for this space on the high street um right now partner with workplaces and businesses to put a sanctus coach in workplace for someone to have a 45 minute conversation about their mental health with someone and completely impartial uh, and, and trusted and before covid19 we did that all in person so our sanctus coach would physically go into a company's office they would sit there for the day they would see up to eight people in a day in a meeting room um yeah so it was all delivered physically uh, we offered some vir- we offered virtual sessions yeah our, our uptake of virtual sessions was probably five to ten percent uh, and now um the same mission and the same vision and the same brand and the same ethos yet yeah, now delivered all online um, so all of sanctus coaching sessions in the workplace are delivered online um, and yeah, we've still got the same vision to put the world's first mental health gym on the high street. Yeah, it, it looks like we might be putting the world's first mental health gym online in some way um, through through Zoom, Zoom rooms, or uh, giving away online content for free, that kind of thing. So yeah, the, the brand and the mission is, is very much stayed the same. Nothing's changed there yet. Our delivery is has, has radically shifted in a really short space of time. And that mission is so important, even before Corona, the idea of taking care of your mental health is so important, so fundamental, but you could argue even more now in, in kind of isolation, especially in the world of entrepreneurship as well, it's now more important than ever to look after your mental health. And I want to get to that, of course, but first of all, I just want to stick um, with your last point around the shift to online and, and Zoom and, and remote counselling. What was your response as a business and particularly as, as, um, as a business leader? Can you just talk us through that that 24-hour period and what went through your mind and the actions you took? To be honest, we made one decision, which was to move to move the delivery of Sanctus Coaching from in-person to virtual. That, that was the decision. Um, and also to move our internal HQ virtual. So the one decision was to move the, the whole business virtual, basically, um, which was a pretty big decision. Um, but it ended up being really easy. Um, yeah, it ended up just happening really quickly and just felt really organic, really natural. Everyone was bought in. 
Um, I don't necessarily know how. Uh, I'm just, I think I'm grateful that we took a quick decision rather than waiting uh, to not make a decision at all, basically. And it seems like the natural decision as well, if your mission as an organisation is to look out for people's mental health and well-being, now more than ever, that is so important. So taking everything online, it almost takes the difficulty of the decision out of it, right? Yeah. Because now more than ever, people need what you're offering. So you're saying that it was seamless and it happened all organic. What, behind the scenes, what happened in order to make that so seamless? Because I know it wasn't, it couldn't have been a click of your fingers and everything turned online and all of the processes were there. Can you give any insight? as to how you adapted the core offering so quickly? We, we, had, a, we had a team meeting um, and the decision to, to make, to, to go for it, it came pretty organically and everyone was bought in quite quickly. Then we sent one big email to all of our partners um, who received Sanctuscoach in their workplace to let them know. And we made some decisions on um, how that would be done and from when when it would be effective by um and within you know within a day we'd sent an email out to all of our partners and then we sent an email out to all of our coaches um and then i sent an email to the entire company so it was three three bits of communication basically all of our customers all of our coaches the whole company uh and then then by monday it was it was done um yeah and we didn't have because we i think what i suppose what was either lucky or genius depending depending on what day you catch me on is that we you know we'd already six months previous i'd been really pushing us as a business to do more virtual sessions is that just because it's more scalable and you can help more people and make more of an impact yeah yes yeah, i think what the, there's two things that that we talk about all the time it's such as one number one safety um so we talk about the safety of the of the session with the the quality of the coach and someone feeling safe enough to open up basically and to talk to someone about their mental health and the second is accessibility so how you know how do you make mental health accessible whether that's through your brand and through your content and also how do we make our product accessible and how do we literally get people through the door as it were now obviously if you only got a physical in-person product even though it's in the workplace which makes it very accessible because you literally just have to walk 50 yards from your desk it can also be really inaccessible because you might be scared of what your boss might think or you don't want to walk past someone from marketing or the the sanctus room is right next to the exec team's desk all these little things so actually virtual sessions make sanctus really accessible because you can be at home you can be remote and if you're not in the office you can do you can you can do the call all that sort of stuff so yeah about six months ago i was pushing us to do more of that and obviously yeah from a scalability standpoint, it just opens up so many doors for us. We can be a UK-based business, and and we can, you know, we can coach globally. So it does make a lot of um, strategic sense as well. So I'm sort of thought, I'm sort of glad that we did that, even though I'll be, I'll be totally honest, our uptake of virtual sessions pre-corona was really quite low. Um, yeah, and 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 I think we we did a bit of the groundwork already. So virtual was already in existence. So it didn't take us too long to, to switch it on, basically. And have you had any new clients come into this offering who didn't necessarily work with you before, where everything was in person and physical? Have you, from this new offering, have you attracted any new clients? Yeah, we have. I think, I think again, an unintended uh, positive one that I certainly didn't know was going to happen is that, again, if you, think, if you think about that word, that, that driver of accessibility, 
taking everything virtual does make things a lot more accessible. One of the, one of the things that we always do with a, a new business is we do like an introduction event. We do a launch event. So you get a leader in the business, you get the HR team, you get a Sanctus talk about mental health and uh, bringing Sanctus into the business. And we used to do those events physically. Now, as you can imagine, they got cancelled all the time. People didn't turn up. The CEO last minute's got a call. Yeah, all little things like that. Now, it's dropped a lot of barriers for us that I just don't think we realised at all. Um, yeah, and I think we'll have a big decision about do, do we go back? Like, what do we go back to? Do we go back to doing all in-person sessions? Do we keep staying at the virtual? Has this forced our hand in a really kind of positive way? I don't think we fully know the answer to that yet, to be honest. Um, but, but certainly, if you think about accessibility in particular, virtual sessions do just in their nature, make Sanctus coaching as a product far more accessible than the in-person sessions. On a slightly separate point, I, I know you post a lot on LinkedIn and what I love about your content specifically is, is it's very uh, kind of vulnerable and something that's missing, especially uh, from blokes as well. Um, it's something that's missing the vulnerability and the openness. Um, what advice would you give to anyone kind of personally who is kind of going through isolation, who's maybe been furloughed, out of a job, anything, obviously you can't give targeted advice to everyone through the conversation here, but any kind of tips or tricks that you potentially have and and anyone in your team they've adopted in order of um, just kind of keeping level-headed during this time? I think I know for, I can only really speak for myself to be honest, rather than kind of giving advice from a, you know, as as like a practitioner, because I'm not one, but, but for me, um, as someone who's quite, I suppose I'm quite into my mental health, like I sort of, um, which is, there's not, there's not many people who are into their mental health yet. I think that's what I'm trying to, that's, that's the mission we're on, but I, you know, I quite sort of enjoy working on my mental health. Like I might enjoy, we might enjoy working on our physical health. Um, so, so from a sort of, yeah, from that perspective, I'm quite, I'm just passionate about mental health on a day to day level. Uh, it's just a lot of simple things that I've adopted that I think have, have allowed me to keep a lot of structure in, in my day um i've been doing yoga and meditation every morning um and having just just a solid morning routine i think it's really important i think it's quite easy for people to slip into um not necessarily bad habits but different habits of lying in and only only getting out of bed 10 minutes before the working day starts or not even having a shower um you know skipping breakfast all of these little things so still trying to like add some structure into my day uh, I journal regularly as well. That helps. That that creates a space to just to reflect. Um, yeah, general general connection with friends, family members. You know, Zoom calls, e pints, e dinners, whatever you want to call them. Just like different spaces to connect, and still actually also switching off at the end of the day, still relaxing. Maybe moving your room around so it looks different. Because at the moment, my front room is the office, the gym, and the the restaurants and the you know in the lounge like it's you know so moving it around maybe changing the light and sticking a candle on all that sort of stuff really important so then there are a lot of like easy wins with your mental health you know people obviously look at you know I'm a, I'm a sort of massive advocate of coaching and therapy for, for that deeper work um but there's also there's also a lot of quick wins you can do that just there's small changes that make a difference that don't cost you anything you know yoga with adrian's free on youtube you can get great meditation for free, Insight Timer, or again, YouTube. Um, yeah, you, you can sit and have a cup of coffee and, and just look out the window and not be on your phone for 10 minutes. 
Uh, in general, though, I think the main thing I'm hearing across the board is to just is to just make an effort to keep some structure in your day and, and still still give that day some purpose and an anchor point so it doesn't sort of feel like boundless or that it's just this mess of like is it Saturday is it Friday is it Tuesday um yeah that that just doesn't feel healthy at all to me from a, a business perspective and again as a, as a founder perspective what are you doing to keep your employees motivated what certainly comes to light here whilst the world is um is going through a real change is, is, is your is the purpose of your organization right is it is it a purpose that is more than just make money or be profitable and honestly like i said we've not had to do that much because the purpose of our business is so strong like you know sanctus exists to create real connection with people so people feel connected with themselves to others to the world around them so a team were honestly motivated without us doing anything because they're motivated by by what we stand for so um that, that's a really sort of abstract answer it's, it's not when 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 you work for a purposeful organization and you're so well and truly bought into the mission and vision of the business you kind of switch to, from extrinsic motivation to chasing the next paycheck or chasing that dangly carrot to intrinsic motivation because you want to rise to the occasion because you feel like you feel like there is a tangible impact from the fruits of your labor. And, and with everything that's going on now, even more than before, your mission and what you're doing is, is as I said to you right before, is, is, is needed now more than ever. So yeah, I have no doubt. I have no doubt that you didn't need to rely on, on kind of employee engagement motivation even before and now. So great. So do you think businesses on a whole are concentrating enough on their employees' mental health? Now everyone is working from home? And what can they do apart from working with you guys? What can they do to support their employees' mental health at this time? I'd say on a whole, we've definitely seen a what I would honestly describe as quasmic shift towards businesses being aware of their employees' mental health. Um, the whole world right now is aware of their health and their mental health in a way that I honestly believe we've never been. So yeah, on the whole... Of course, I think businesses are more aware of their employees' mental health. Um, I think the same stands as it did pre-coronavirus outbreak, that companies with a certain set of values care more than others, basically. Um, I think it comes down to the values of your organization, the purpose of your organization. Um, you know, are employees just, uh, just a number? Are they just a resource? Um, or do you have a sort of, um, yeah, do you have a different view of, of how you want work to be? So I think that still stands. And I think, you know, we're hearing stories about how certain businesses have, have approached furlough or how certain businesses have, have approached their changes compared to others. And uh, yeah, in a time like this, when, when shit hits the fan, frankly, like people's true colours come out. It's a pivotal time for, for businesses because how you treat your employees now will be remembered for a long time, basically. I actually think the biggest thing that any, any, any business can do right now isn't, isn't a perk, isn't, isn't a funny social on Zoom, it's not, it's not bringing Sanctus in, it's not having meditation. It is, it's, it's, lead, it's like clear, consistent, compassionate leadership and regular communication and transparency where possible. 
And I think that is the single biggest thing an employer can do to support the mental health of their employees. Because globally, every employee right now is worried they're going to lose their job. Fact. Pretty much the state of play is anxiety. So the biggest thing that a business can do right now is be honest, be very communicative, um, talk to people regularly, talk to people like adults, like humans, um, and yeah, and just and just say it how it is. And I think that that is the, the most sort of anxiety reducing, grounding thing a business can do right now. And then I suppose once you've done that, you can then look at maybe more um, more stuff that you can bring in to support people. And then there's a whole, but once you've done that, there's a whole host of ideas for that. You know, every business is different. It could be anything from, you know, having a tea break at 11 a.m. with your team to paying for everyone to have a headspace or paying for your employees to get, to spend money on their working from home setup. Uh, you name it, there's, there's a million and one ideas there. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for that. That's a really insightful point. It's, it's almost like start first with a foundation comprised of compassion first and foremost, authentic yeah. compassion, and then build up from there. Yeah. What is your new process and onboarding solution? So say if a new client comes to you, they want to get their employees rolled onto the Sanctus program. What does that currently look like in the new normal? So we'd, we'd have a quick chat with you. I learn more about your business, the current situation you're in how many employees you've got. Um, yeah, if you've done anything with regards to employee mental health before and then tell you a little bit about our story, our approach to mental health, how we work. And yeah, if, if uh, a new partner wanted to go ahead, we would uh, do a launch event virtually for um, all, all, of, all of your employees. And then your employees would then have access to a Sanctus coach online for 45-minute sessions delivered by Zoom to someone about their mental health um, at a frequency decided um, by you. Cool. James, thank you. I want to end there. I don't want to take up much more of your time, but I've got, I want to end on three power questions. So the purpose is ask a question. Everyone gets asked these questions. I ask a question. You answer from the gut. Uh, there's no dwell time. There's no follow-up. Uh, ready? As I'll ever be. <laughs> what shifts would you like to see in society after COVID-19? Consciousness sort of people's awareness and uh yeah consciousness of how they're living their life second question what will you tell future generations or hypothetical grandchildren when it comes to the topic of covid19 it fundamentally changed the world short and sweet love it lastly what is keeping you going need for connection with one another one another love that mate thank you for your time authentic honest uh interview can't wait to get this out and to share it with more people keep doing what you're doing even before uh, your new offering is so desperately needed. Cheers, mate. Thanks, I've really enjoyed this. I hope, uh, I hope my internet didn't sort of bodge things up too much. The whole point of this new normal means that it's acceptable for us to do calls in, in my kitchen and you in your living room, right? So <laughs> yeah. I, think people, I think people will be a bit forgiving.